Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. We're looking at... Uh a trip to the Lebanese border now and uh, discussing a relationship uh, that's, uh, shall we say, rising between Christians and Jews during this war. We're going to be looking at that a uh, little in depth now. And to, to help us uh, unpack that, uh, we have on the line Jonathan Feldstein, who's a founder of Genesis 123 Foundation. Now, I think we've just uh, lost Jonathan. We're having a few uh, technical issues at the moment but in the meantime let's just look at any some news rather which is uh, breaking on the news front idf says we provide medical aid and field hospitals in gaza but i think we do have jonathan back on the line jonathan uh, are you there i am hi jonathan uh, welcome once again great to be chatting to you once again on the afternoon overdrive sorry we just lost you there momentarily and jonathan once again thanks for joining us on the afternoon overdrive jonathan is the founder of genesis 123 foundation and jonathan what we're going to be looking at is uh, a trip uh, to the lebanese border i believe you are there at the moment so just to get a feel as to what's happening on the ground tell us what are you seeing right now uh, on the ground at, uh, well, on the lebanese border Yes, I am still very close to Kiryat Shmona right now, as mm -hmm. close as civilians are allowed to get. We were closer earlier, and, and our main purpose coming here today was to bring about 350 uh, warm winter jackets uh, to soldiers here, a particular unit. I won't say which unit uh, for their safety, uh, but, uh, but I will tell you that we had donors from all over the world, including from South Africa, many Christians, as little as a dollar. And I shared that with all of the soldiers that we've got people coming, donating from all over the world to bring them these jackets. And it's a very meaningful thing for them. But th I don't know if you're aware in Israel this week, it's going to get super cold. And this is perfect okay. timing. Um, what we're, what we're hearing from them, first of all, is they're ready. There was artillery fire going out from Israel into Lebanon on a consistent basis. Uh, that's not a secret. And I will tell you that most of the soldiers that we spoke to um, think that there needs to be a, a much more serious operation in Lebanon because right now somewhere in the range of 100,000 Israelis can't live in their homes along the northern border. And that's a situation mm -hmm. that's not tolerable. And Hezbollah is an Islamic terrorist organization that you don't negotiate with. You just defeat. Indeed. So Indeed. Sorry, Jonathan. So, um, into okay. Warm so, winter jackets. Oh, sorry, you broke up there. I thought you had finished what you were wanted to say. Sorry, Jonathan. We are having um, signal issues right now, but uh, yes, well, we, yeah, sure. Okay, so that's a perspective from the IDF soldier. That's from the IDF soldiers' perspective, rather. Um, what are you seeing in terms of um, the inhabitants on the well, on the northern border? Do we do we see a resilience to stay there, or do we see um, you? You know, like um, signs of wanting to move away from that part of the world. Uh, how do you see the society in general uh, at the moment uh, in well, that part so of the world? The unit that we visited today is in a located in a abandoned residential community, and there right. are uh, there are about a hundred thousand Israelis from Kiryat Shmona, Matula, all along the Lebanese border, going in a number of kilometers that have uh, been evacuated from their homes. So okay. it's not a question of resilience. They they've been told they need to leave, and many of them want to come home because living in hotels are not their home. But conversely. They wa only want to come home when it's safe, when they don't have risk of Hezbollah rockets and drones sure. and, and art artillery fire uh, coming in and blowing up their homes like happened last week.
Indeed. Jonathan, okay, so what I want to get onto, I want to touch onto now, we don't really have that much time to really delve into certain issues, but there's one issue that's, uh, that's suddenly come up. And which is what you're what you're observing on the ground. It's relations between the Christian community and the Jewish community. What are you seeing? What are you observing? What's going on here? Well, more than seeing and observing what I have the privilege to experience, mm-hmm. I have gone on record, written about it. And I think what's amazing is that we are seeing a, a record level of support from Christians for Israel and the Jewish okay. people ever. And I don't mean I don't mean in the 75 years of the state of Israel. I mean since the birth of the church. I think that that is demonstrable. I think we're seeing that all over the world. We're seeing people drawn as to whether we're on the side of a team of good, which is, is which is Israel and, and Jews and Christians rallying, and the side of evil. And far too many people are rallying with uh, Hamas and Hezbollah and Iran. Uh, as anti-Semites, and but but there's no question. I am seeing it. I'm feeling it, and I'm I'm getting emails and text messages and donations from literally among Christians all over the world. That's encouraging news, Jonathan, because now uh, an, an article that I I looked at earlier on it it. Uh well, it, it spoke about um, a preacher. That, you know, you've always got the bad apples uh, involved anywhere in, in times of <laughs> conflict or debate. Yes. A preacher now, you know, like cursing, uh, cursing the, the Jewish community or rather saying it's your fault that what happened on October the 7th. Uh, I take it this is an isolated incident or is there any, are there any other bad apples, uh, shall we say, in the basket elsewhere? There, of course, there are bad apples and, and not all Christians identify mm-hmm. and stand with Israel. Um, and in the case of the article that you're referring to that I wrote yes. and co-authored with Michael Brown. Right. Uh, so that was written specifically about a pastor who we chose to keep anonymous right. who said that the, the October 7th massacre was as a result of, Israel, of the Jewish people not accepting Jesus, which is even from a Christian perspective, very, very uh, mm thin theological ice, and we called it out. He's a Messianic Jew, Um, I'm an Orthodox Jew, and we felt the the need to call that out together. Of course there are people who have different beliefs about Israel, but, um, and even among the supporters of Israel, uh, there are, and by the way, this pastor who who we didn't out, but whose whose words we were referencing, is somebody who believes himself to be a very fierce supporter of Israel. And if you look at other words of his, mm. it's you can even take away a sense of that. And that's a bit of the dichotomy in which, in the world in which I exist, building bridges with Christians, because not all Jews exi- agree with one another, and not all Christians agree with one another. So surely Jews and Christians don't all agree with one another. And this was a, a unique and unfortunately, very sad theological case. Indeed. And uh, we just hope it does that, that it hasn't cottoned on or escalated in any way or resonated with any other Christians or anyone else for that matter at this stage, Jonathan. One, one thing I just wanted to just conclude our chat this afternoon. You on the Lebanese border. You are there at the moment. Do you see an escalation in uh, uh, Hezbollah activity going on? And what is the idea for how does the idea for gauge the situation right now? I can't answer that. I don't can't see from where I am and okay. don't have any right. military background. If there's an escalation, I will tell you this, that when we went into the community where this one particular unit is based, uh, we were told not to go past a certain building because at that point, 
you can be seen by Hezbollah and Hezbollah can be seen by you. And there was an instance recently of, uh, I believe they told me, 12 soldiers on the Israeli side who were injured by uh, fire from from uh, Hezbollah. They've been very brazen. Mm-hmm. They have violated UN Resolution 1701, which was part of what um, ended the war in 2006. They violated that from day one, and they're still violating it. And, and the world should know that when Israel is is compelled to go into Lebanon and and begin an operation similar but even more severe from what's been taking place in Gaza, it's because Hezbollah is literally on the border and making, um, as, as a friend of mine said, has shrunk Israel's borders because Israelis can no longer live safely sure. in their homes in these border communities. Jonathan, we're going to have to leave it there. Please do take care in that part of the world. And thank you so much once again for joining us, just to give us an update as to what is transpiring on the Lebanese border and encouraging news indeed. Christians and Jews standing together in this war. One does have differences, but yes, Christians and Jews generally standing together uh, as Israel deals with the Hamas factor and the Hezbollah factor in this horrific war taking place. Jonathan Felstein, founder of Genesis 1-3 Foundation.